Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Tud. And I'm Obert. And welcome to October Festivalosa. Woo! <laughs> As evidenced by the, the tuba music that just played you in with the uh, accordions and all that stuff. Yeah, all that I did, fun all that I played fun that, stuff. just fun fact. Yeah, you, you've seen those one-man bands in the park. That's Todd right now, he's taking off the drum and the little cymbal and the foot pedal thing. He's putting that all away. Okay, yep. he looks like he's done. Okay. He's I'm still wearing my lederhosen, though. Yeah. <laughs> For Oktoberfest Palooza. Of course. We're a little Absolutely. late to the party, guys, but uh, we're here. Yeah, we, but we did make it before the party ends, so that's that's, that's true. We may have missed Some it would by say a week. The, the party started now that we're finally here. That is true. Yeah. The folks in Germany, they were kind of like going along with the ride, you know, I oh, can't wait till they get here. And now like, we're here. Something's missing. I don't yeah. know. I can't put my finger on it, but there's not enough <laughs> friends to drink alone with. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Normally, this is a lot of fun. This is kind of lame. Yeah. But now. Yeah. But now that we're here, now it's time to break all the steins and scream prost everywhere we go. There you go. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that we're the official podcast of Oktoberfest. I think that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that somewhere. I think yeah, I told mean, me that actually. <laughs> some podcast said it, so it must be true. So yeah, yeah, I heard it on a hit podcast. It's fine. D A W F, the only yeah. official podcast of Oktoberfest. A palooza. Um, a palooza. And- <laughs> <laughs> Not affiliated with Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's going to be crazy if this thing actually takes off in like, I don't know, five years from now, we actually do an Oktoberfest of Palooza. <laughs> I think we should say that Oktoberfest of Palooza starts the day after Oktoberfest ends. There you Ooh. go. <laughs> so we're like the post with after party. Well, we don't want to be party. confused with Oktoberfest, so we have to wait till that's over. Right. right. We don't want any of that negative attention. Yeah. <laughs> No, wait, just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're doing a whole episode about this. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> so why don't we just jump right into it? We all have Oktoberfest this week for right. Oktoberfest of Palooza. Yeah. Yeah. Some of us went to great lengths. Some of us sent our wives to breweries to get it while we were watching football. <laughs> yeah. So so um, let me let me dive down this path here for a second before we start. All right. Please. So it is... You know, it is Oktoberfest season. We 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 agree with that, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's in so, the air. There are many breweries around where I live. We know that. We we even did a whole episode where you did a spe- special tour and took us all around to all the best breweries where you live. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I went to let's let's just say I went to let's call it seven breweries around me. I was shocked, and maybe you guys are too, that none of them had Oktoberfest beers on tap. Wait, so, so wait, let me get this straight. You went to the seven breweries just specifically to get Final Oktoberfest beer? Correct. Wow. Okay. So you were searching. I was searching. So I went to seven of those breweries. Then we went to Maine this weekend for a wedding. And in order to get to Maine from Connecticut, you have to drive through Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and then obviously most of Maine because we were going to Bar Harbor. Or no, Booth Bay Harbor. Sorry. We stopped at many breweries along the path there too. That must have been tough work. I know. It, it was. Yeah. It Sounds was terrible. I was doing yeoman's work. Um, but you knew, like, when you couldn't find on these seven, you're like, "Don't worry, I'm going to Maine." Right. I'm like, sure. I'm going to pass many breweries on the way there. So, I we we hit up five breweries throughout our travels in Maine this weekend. Not one of them had Oktoberfests on tap either. Wow. Interesting. Yes. So, uh, so then on our drive back from Maine today, we stopped at a few liquor stores. Um, in New Hampshire, 
and none of them had Oktoberfest beers either. Well, liquor stores don't sell beer in New Hampshire, right? I don't know. Do they not? No, no. They only sell liquor at the state liquor stores, and you got to go buy beer not in liquor stores. Oh, all right. Well, that's interesting. So that would explain that. Um, also, the absence of beer. Also, <laughs> Hannaford's in, in Bar Harbor or in Booth Bay Harbor, Maine, did not have Oktoberfest beer either. What is going on? Yeah, I know, so it, right? took, it took me all the way to Yankee Spirits in Sturbridge, Massachusetts, to find the beer that I'm drinking on today's podcast. That is quite the journey. And we appreciate right. all the work you did. Unlike me, you couldn't get it done on episode 40. You, you took it to completion, drove through multiple states to get your Oktoberfest. So without further <laughs> ado, what do you got for us, Todd? So at the, at the culmination of, of my journey, I picked up the beer called Copper Legend by Jack's Abbey. It is their Oktoberfest beer. Um, it's got an OG 13.5 Play-Doh, 22 IBUs, and 5.7 ABV. I believe that this is the first time we've ever drank a Jack's Abbey on this podcast. I think that is correct. Yeah. So Jack's Abbey is a brewery out of Mass, um, and they only do lagers. They don't do anything outside of lagers. They do hoppy lagers, they do normal lagers, they do basically every style of beer, but all in lager form, if that makes any sense. They make some India Pale lagers. Yes. Mm-hmm. IPLs and um, just everything they do, is they're, they're world renowned for lagers. So I decided to bring this to the podcast, and as you can see, very much looks like a Oktoberfest type beer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it fits that Copperfest description. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, let's check it out. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see like what the difference is going to be amongst the three Oktoberfests. That's really good. Um, you know, it's obviously it's 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 going to be your standard Oktoberfest. So it's going to be, you know, malty with a little bit of hints of I think it tastes like chocolate, but it's got those dark malts. Yeah, it's yeah. Yes, the very smooth sultry voice of dark malt. Um no, it's good. This is a it's a solid beer. Um, I've had Spot and Oktoberfest and other Oktoberfest in the past, mm. and you know, obviously those are from German Germany. So this one is from the U.S. It's actually really good. Uh, I like this one better than the Sam Adams one, which is probably the most common one that people will find anywhere. But yeah, I overall probably three seven five. Prost. Nice. That's boys. pretty good. Yeah, Prost. Yeah, that is pretty good. So if you could pinpoint something that will separate that from your Oktoberfest. The Sam Adams Oktoberfest, sorry. Like, what would what would be your biggest takeaway? It tastes fresher, I guess, if, if that's a term. That's fair. It it tastes like it, you know, obviously it's all local, locally sourced ingredients. I mean, they, they put that right on the can. It's also unfiltered and unpasteurized, so it's, you know, probably a little bit more grainier than the Sam Adams one that you would buy out of the bottle. So it's just, it's just a little different and tastes a little bit newer. Okay. I guess that's a statement. And obviously... Similar sweetness levels? Uh, it's a little bit less sweet, a little bit more dry. Um, I would say the benefit, I think the benefit of this one is that you can tell on the bottom of the can, it was canned on um, September 1st, 2019. I am sure that Sam Adams has had Oktoberfest out for longer than that. So the Oktoberfest that you're buying on the shelf from Sam Adams is probably from mid-August, if not July. I remember the earliest I've ever seen uh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest. My sister got married on August seventh, two thousand fifteen, and on August sixth, two thousand fifteen, I saw it in the stores. Yeah, so that's pretty early. 
So by the time yeah. Oktoberfest actually rolls around, I mean you're drinking three month old Oktoberfest, which it's a and then when you get to Oktoberfest to Palooza, it's even older. <laughs> it's yes, even, exactly. It's even, even older. Oh man. So do you want to take a guess as to what the Untapped Universe thinks of your Copper Legend? Sure. I am going. People tend to like Oktoberfest, so I'm going to say three eight seven. Um. So here I'm seeing that it's actually a three point six four. So. Little, a little lower, little lower. scale, yeah. Well, that's a little bit upsetting. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I haven't really found too many Jack's Abbey beers that I really enjoy. I think all it's fair to say that all three of us are ale people more than lager people. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. And I don't. Yeah, even though they are great at lagers, that's not my go-to. So I haven't really come across too many of their beers that I'm in love with. See, and I always kind of like I. I think their beers are good every time I've had them. You know, I don't go out of my way to order them when I see them on tapped or if, if I'm buying something from the package store, I won't really buy them to bring them home. But the ones that I've had at Beer Fest and stuff like that have all been good. And it just overall, I'd love to go see the brewery because it just seems like a really interesting idea that they just don't make anything other than lagers. Yeah, I would like to check that place out as well. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder if like it's if if the brewery like is compl- set up completely different than what you would normally see, but I'm sure they probably have a lot of like lagering right areas. Yeah, yeah, lagering yeah. tanks. Jack's Abbey, reach out, yeah. fly us out to your brewery or wherever we'll, it is. And... We'll graciously accept a exactly. private tour. <laughs> yeah. So I will <laughs> say that it is in, it's in Framingham, Mass. Um, right. so it's a hop, skip, and a jump from my house. Well, fly me and over out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, mind if I jump in and take on our na- next Oktoberfest beer? Of course. No, yeah, go ahead. Because uh, I have a special treat today. I mean, I guess I feel like every beer I have is a special treat. But um, this is the last brewery in Missoula that I have yet to go to. I, there's probably there's probably ten that I've maybe I've been to eight or nine of them, and I think this is the only one I haven't been to. Um, nice. This is Bayern's Oktoberfest beer, and there's a reason I bring these guys on today, and that's because they are a traditional German brewery and actually i think Bayern is the traditional name for bavaria i think in german that's how you say bavaria so now let, let's pretend our, our listeners don't know what bavaria is known for their donuts <laughs> i don't get it bavarian cream donut oh okay i gotcha yeah <laughs> are they known for their donuts or their cream oh uh, that's a good point i don't know you can get the donuts anywhere but the cream you have to get from bavaria um no so these guys were founded in 87 um and they follow the traditional reinheitsgebot german purity law Mm -hmm. um and the head brewer jürgen noller is the owner and master brewer so he and he is he's a german dude i was about to say he sounds authentic yeah 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 he sounds german so they I think I'm not sure if all they only brew lagers like Jack's Abbey does, but I do know that they make a lot of box and um other German styles here. Um let's see, I, I have their, their page up here. They have a Doppelbach, a Doppelweizen, uh, a couple lagers, a dark hef. So yeah, they have a Pilsner. They a dark hef like, would be delicious. Yeah. Maybe I, I will have to bring that. It's called Dragon's Breath. Maybe I'll find that one for the show. It's a pretty badass name. Yeah, solid name. And so, as we'll get into once we t- 
teach you a little bit more about Oktoberfests. But Oktoberfest is actually not the name of a style. This is a Marzen style, a dark Marzen style. Mm-hmm. Now, they're mostly um, all Ma- Marzins, right? Yeah. And we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get into that. Thank you for the little sneak peek ahead. But it sounds like it looks like it looks and sounds like yours is a copper ale or something. Doesn't seem like it's a Marzen. It doesn't say exactly what it is. It just says Copper Legend. So, yeah, but it, but I mean, like, I'm gonna hold mine up to the webcam, cam, and mine for anybody who's seen your typical Marzen style Way dark. or a yeah. Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Um, yeah, it's just that it's a very much a dark caramelly color, um, and they use a lot of those caramel flavored malts to really get that essence in. I definitely get that sweet, like you said, almost chocolatey, caramelly aroma on the nose. Right, and as I drink it, it's got that crisp, filtered taste of a of a normal Oktoberfest Marzen style, and uh, finishes really clean on your palate. Will let you keep drinking these Stein after Stein for sure. <laughs> now, going back to what I was saying, Bavaria is a free state within. Oh, I'm sorry, Todd. I totally you asked a question, and I rudely didn't answer it. I was so focused on my beer. That's about okay. what Bavaria I, is. We got distracted by the cream. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took it upon myself point. to do my own research. Thank you. Thank it you. is a landlocked federal state of Germany, occupying its southeastern corner. And it's, what did you say the name of the brewery was? Um, Bayern. Yep. So uh, B-A-Y-E-R-N. Correct. Yeah. That is the that is how the Germans say Bavaria. Yeah. Huh. And that's where a traditional Oktoberfest is held. It's kind of like a ancestral home of lagering beers in Bavaria. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. 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 So, the, so the Lederhosen comes from there too. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And you know what? I wanted to say this on the intro, but I went to Oktoberfest in Whitefish here this weekend. Um, it was a lot of fun. I think I it made the Insta. Yep. I saw um, a few saw a few snaps. Yeah. Yeah. And traditional German polka music, the Lederhosen, the uh, special dresses they wear <laughs> that have a name. <laughs> um you know, I had to get a, a stein and everything. And was there yodeling competitions? There was log sawing competitions, and of course, the stein hoisting competitions. That is that is a must. Yeah, yeah. They had men's and women's division, and um, they did it six at a time. So we just kind of made you know joke bets on uh, who we thought was going to win. <laughs> and uh, it's funny. They actually quick tangent here. The guy who was rule keeper and official stein host hoisting host he competes internationally and he got sixth place in new york city last year at like the international official legit world championship of stein of stein hoisting wow and uh so i i just randomly what do you think his real life profession is uh glass blower grizzly bear hunter yeah he's a uh he does drywall for a living. So uh. all day he does, he holds up this, the whatever spackle or whatever. So his arm is always out all day. So he's, he, this is his, you know, that's his gym. directive in life. Yeah. And talking to him, he said, it's not about um, how strong you are. It doesn't matter how strong you are. It matters how much pain you can endure. Mm. So after that, I was picking like the moms who went through, you know, I'm like, okay, she's been through a tough labor. I bet you she's going <laughs> to out, out, out hoist all these young girls on the stage. So, and that seemed to work pretty well. Did seemed you, like, uh, did you participate? I did not. You know, I hadn't been doing my drywall and my reps at home. <laughs> I didn't want to go on the stage 
and uh, embarrass myself, but uh, it was a lot of fun to watch, for sure. What was the winning time? Six or... minutes. So it was like wow. six minutes and ten seconds, something like that. So that's wow. quite a bit of yeah, m- quite a bit of Stein holding. Most of them I don't know went if I can like just hold two my... or three minutes. Yeah, I don't know if I can hold out like my hand without a mug in it for six minutes, <laughs> yeah. let alone with a mug in it full yeah, of beer. Right. Yeah. All right, we're starting the timer now. Okay. <laughs> what you got to do? Just get like a wear long sleeves. Have like a little straw that goes down your sleeve and like into the mug, and they can barely see it. And then you, you start drinking the beer. Drink a oh, little bit. I thought you were gonna Light. say just put like a metal rod. That would probably help too. No, no, no. That's cheating. <laughs> but drinking the beer is it? No. That's a lot. You're still holding it just differently. Just in your body. Update: We're 30 seconds into this, and my arm is starting to get tired. Okay. Well, f- only five and a half minutes to go, Dad. There you go. And you would have won the October yeah. fest. Um, Ooh, starting so, to burn a little bit. While Todd is, is doing his thing, I'm going to give this beer also a 375, which is, I think, what Ted gave his. Yep. Yeah. Um, for Mars and Style Lagers, this pretty much hits the spot. I like it. I'm a big fan. Uh, it doesn't quite reach that 4.0 territory, but um, looks like I'm enjoying this a lot more than Todd is enjoying holding his arm out. As now, <laughs> quick update: beads of sweat are appearing on his forehead. Let, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question here. Can you move, like, as you're holding your arm out? Yeah. Can you move it up and down? No. A little no. bit. No. I no Statue of Liberty. You have to hold, hold it straight, straight out. out. Forward, and the right? guy, no, I mean, it, it could be straightforward, but like, can I like lift it like one inch up and one inch down and one inch up, like you know, kind of like bounce it a little bit? You're supposed to hold your arm dead steady. Okay. And. Uh, you know, I saw people who was like arms were shaking as they were struggling. But uh, this is this is difficult. <laughs> Keep in mind, I'm also sitting down too, so I can imagine like standing there too, like that can feel a little bit <laughs> yeah. tiring. Yeah, because you have to keep the other hand straight at your side. You can't Ooh. use it to like b- go behind your back and like prop yourself oh, wow. forward. Okay, but, we uh, are two minutes in. <laughs> this is a pain in the ass. <laughs> um. So while we're doing that, what do you? What do we got? I'm gonna. So I said three seven five. I'm gonna guess yep. the world at large rated this uh, three eight six. Uh, three six three. So huh, very similar to um the copper. What Ted said, yeah. What was it? Yeah. Copper. I keep wanting to call it Copper Fest. I know Copper Legend. Right. Copper Legend. Copper Legend. Right yeah. now, yeah, Albert, so. do you do you taste anything in that beer? Do you get chocolate like I usually? Yeah, yeah. I was saying I got chocolatey and caramelly notes for sure. In this Oktoberfest, and I think it comes from those black malts. Update: We are three minutes in. I don't know if I can go six minutes. Okay. <laughs> Why don't we see if Chris is, can distract you with a beer review and maybe yeah, keep your how arm about that? So, guys, I'm drinking an <laughs> Oktoberfest today. No way. Yeah, I know. It's kind of crazy breaking the mold, you know. Oh, hold on. Mm, don't strain your arm there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is. Whew. Sorry. It's like a workout. I'm having. There we go. We're coming. We're coming up on four minutes. <laughs> there we go. Woo! That was that was a beast. <laughs> I'm uh, not gonna make it to six. <laughs> you can make it to five. I don't know. What are we at, Todd? We are just now approaching the four minute mark in <laughs> one in one second. There, oh, four minutes has just passed. Okay. So I'm drinking something from my new friends down at Fourth Creek Brewing, which is here in Statesville. I've mentioned them on the podcast before, um, but I haven't had one of their beers yet. So 
I'm pretty excited to bring them to the podcast. I'm drinking their Balloon Fest Lager, which is, Ooh. of course, a Marvin's. A Marvin. Marvin. <laughs> which is, of course, a Marzen style. So, um, poured it into my, my glass here. Mine is very clear. Very oh, wow. clear. Yours looks yeah. even brighter than Tud's. Yeah, definitely uh, like clear. Um, it's a little darker, I think, than Tud's does. At least it looks on the webcam. But Yours looks you a little see... pink over the it, webcam. Yeah, it does have like a, a like a more rosy I hue, guess, copper or, copper-ish hue than yours does. Which we're, is we are at five minutes, boys. Good for you. Oh, you can do it. <laughs> um, but they named it after every year they have a hot air balloon fest in Statesville. And they named it their Balloon Fest Lager. Uh, so they were going to serve it during the festival, I assume. But I messaged them and I was like, hey, we're doing a special Oktoberfest of Palooza. And they're like, wow, I've definitely heard of that. It's a really cool uh, concept. Holiday that's after yeah. Oktoberfest. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like it's like a more wild Oktoberfest. Definitely, that's the best thing. And uh, they were able to get me a crowler of it a little ahead of time. So I'm pretty excited about that. That's fantastic. Yeah. So going to go ahead and uh, give this thing a try. I haven't had this before, but I have a whole crowler. So, uh, I mean, I know the guys at Fourth Creek do great work. So let's see how it goes. So update while Chris is drinking his beer. We have passed the six minute mark. I see your arm wavering a little bit here. It is. It is on fire. Yeah. Your arm is like way lower than I think it started. Yeah. <laughs> it's still kind of like it's up. Oh. <laughs> All right. I've now lowered now my arm. So update: I am now the champion. Yeah, of arm holding without Stein. <laughs> I, I don't know so how they could is... do six minutes with a with a Stein. <laughs> yeah, no, that probably not. So this is like really good. Uh, I get a lot of kind of like what you guys are saying. Um, a lot of some like like dark caramel, sweet notes, things of that nature. I don't get a ton of chocolate in mine, um, but. You know, one thing that I've noticed with some Oktoberfests is there's like a, I don't know, some, a weird aftertaste with some of them. I get like almost like a, well, Ted's name, Ted's beer is like a copper name. It almost sounds, tastes like you're sucking on a penny sometimes. Right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. And I don't get that with this. Yeah. So, I don't get it with mine either. Yeah. Yeah. They get, they did a really, really good job with that. Cause normally I'm not the, I'm not the biggest fan of Oktoberfests. Um, but this is a really, really solid one. So the guys down at Fourth Creek did a good job. Pretty excited about that. Um, I'm going to say, like, crisp, clean, 6.5%. You know, can't really, you know, I could drink this whole crowler right now. <laughs> In fact, you're going um, to. But, yeah, right. Uh, I'm going to give this, I think I'm going to jump aboard the 375 train. Um, it's a really, really good Oktoberfest, or Marzen, which we'll get into, like we were talking about. Um, and I want to, you know, give a shout out to Fourth Creek again. Thank you very much. They have some amazing, amazing stuff if you're ever in the area. Are you going to go to the Balloon Festival? Uh, we were talking about it. We might because, you know, I figure CJ might like the seeing all the balloons and stuff like that. So Yeah. So, like, wh what exactly is a balloon festival? Well, like when you I first said it, I assumed it was like, you know, balloon animals. <laughs> and see, and I thought it was hot air balloons. balloons. Well, no, he, he air, said that. Yeah. It's hot air balloons. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I saw some pictures from last year's and it's, I mean, it's a, it's a ton of hot air balloons. I don't know exactly what they do per se. I assume just have hot air balloons fly around, but, um, we might, we might end up going. We'll see. Are you going to drive or fly? <laughs> no, we're going to traverse there. Okay. You want to just lay, show up <laughs> in yeah, your own yeah. balloon? <laughs> yeah. That's, no, I, I can't do that. Uh, 
friend, uh, a co-host last week, Dan, could fly his hot air balloon over That is true. (laughs) Dan, you have to start flying now. When is the festival? Yeah, so this year starts uh, Friday, October 18th and runs throughout the weekend. So I could make it if I left now. Yeah. Yeah. And Dan has plenty of time to get in his hot air balloon and start floating. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I'll take my friend Dorothy and her dog. We'll head over there. There you go. Just don't forget the ruby slippers. That's right. Um, so with that, why don't we get into what an October what Oktoberfest is, what it means, what an Oktoberfest mm. beer is. Right. Yeah. Sure. So Oktoberfest beers, as we've talked about here, are generally thought of as a Marzen. That's when you order a Sam Adams Oktoberfest or any typical Oktoberfest. Normally, you get a Marzen. Yes. And that's actually the German word for March. And that's when the beers were brewed because traditionally, well, I should say that was when they traditionally were brewed because it was too hot in the summer and you would end up with all of these off bacterial growths. And as you guys know, it has to be a certain temperature to brew beer, especially a lager. You need to keep it colder. Right. Right. Um, So that's where the name Marzen comes from. And Marzins were the old Oktoberfest beers back uh, historically um, before like the 19th century. But interestingly enough, and I have an article here from allaboutbeer.com about the Oktoberfest style, it says that 1872 was the introduction of the Marzen, and that was used at the Scotchenhamel Banquet Tent in 1867 for Oktoberfest. Um, Nope, sorry, that was when the tent was built. That's before 1872. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so that was... At the Oktoberfest in the 1870s, that was when they introduced this Marzen style that kind of became synonymous in America with Oktoberfest. Mm. But most Oktoberfest beers in uh, Germany, in Munich now, are not are no longer brewed with the Marzen style. They're huh. more of a lighter, lighter style beer. So kind of like this Copper Legend. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, it says here that... Marzen is almost always offered as a seasonal beer, but there's like a usually like a more like a Spreacher Amber or like a Boston Lager are more lager beer styles that are common at Oktoberfest. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, to tack onto that, going a little bit further back before that tent, even, uh, I'm reading that there's some, you know, origins of the Marzen beer date all the way back to the 16th century. In Bavaria and from Bayern, what's, what's that? Yeah, Bayern. Bayern. Right, exactly. <laughs> and um, the reason that they were brewed in March and they were made with slightly high, higher alcohol content and hops is so they would last. Because, like you were saying, um, you can't brew in the summer. And actually, there was a Bavarian brew, brewing ordinance that said beer could only be brewed between the September 29th and April 23rd. So they would brew it. And then, you know, uh, casket and whatever, and then hold it until... Store it all summer. Right, exactly. So even... Oh, interesting. Yeah, even more so. Um, And this one says dark brown, full-bodied, and bitter, which clearly none of us really said that. So that's when it started to transform into what we're drinking now, you know, throughout hundreds of years. Yeah, that is interesting. So basically it was a way of like killing... Like It sounds like Oktoberfest was kind of founded like as a way of like killing off the old last year's beer supply. Too, because 
Oktoberfest at the end of September, so you can start oh. to brew again. Huh. I guess that makes sense, too. Yeah. I, I kind of thought it would be like a celebration of like the return of brewing season, but uh, yeah, what you're saying makes sense. I, maybe it was like, you know, you were rationing your beer all summer long, and now you're like, okay, we can finally splurge. Now we can party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So really cool, really cool stuff. Having said that, allow me to tell you a little bit about the festival itself. Oktoberfest is the world's largest Volkfest, which is basically a beer festival and a traveling fun fair. Um, it is held annually in Munich, Bavaria, Germany, and it is between 16 to 18 days, depending on the year. Um, and it runs from mid or late September to the first Sunday in October. Huh. Now, the it traditionally has always it was always 16 days long up until the reunification of Germany. So the reunification of Germany is October 3rd. So if it, if for whatever reason... AKA the day this podcast comes out. Exactly. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. Um, if that day, which it will not be this year, if if the, the, the first Sunday of October happens to fall on the first or the second, Oktoberfest will continue until the third because it, they'll just treat it as like their normal unification day party uh, as well. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. The Oktoberfest has been around since 1810, and every year, uh, 7.7 million liters, or 600 or 66, yeah, 66,000 U.S. barrels of beer are served and drank on during the course of Oktoberfest. Holy wow. crap! <laughs> <laughs> so, so as you can tell, it's a big drinking festival. Obviously, it's a huge beer fest. Right. Um, I feel like we missed I mean, the boat. I believe Jenna has gone to Oktoberfest. I think she has mentioned that before. Should have had her. It's on, on my. It's on my drinking bucket list. Uh, for yeah, sure. oh yeah, for sure. Well, now that we're it's the definitely uh, something I'm gonna do. We're the yeah. official podcast of Oktoberfest Apalooza, and um... right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think so. It, the the one last thing I the one last history lesson I'll tell about this is that the reason that this was the reason Oktoberfest even existed in the first place is that King Ludwig the First, who reigned in. Uh, in the early 1800s in Germany, he married the Princess Theresi of Saxe-Hildebrahauser on October 12th, 1810. Notice the similarity in dates? Yeah, that's well, the first. You got the first Oktoberfest, right? Right. Mm. So their Oktoberfest was actually their wedding party that proceeded okay. to go on for 16 days. Nice. That's a pretty sweet party. And so <laughs> ever since then, they just continued. Well, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, that's going to be a pretty epic party if they're celebrating their anniversary every year. Still, you know, two hundred something years later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's it's it's pretty nuts. And uh, there's actually, I mean, the Teresa or Teresi, the 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 princess that he married. The fields around the town were named Teresi Weiss, which is means Teresa's meadow, in honor of the crown princess, and have kept the name ever since. Although locals have since abbreviated the name simply as Weizen. Which is where you get the the wise and style of beer. Oh, that's oh. really interesting. Yeah, very interesting. That's cool. Yeah, who would have so thought? It all that, goes back. Who would have thought that Germany had so much beer history? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you hear about this one little party called Oktoberfest, and lo and behold, yeah, it holds so, no candle to Oktoberfest of Palooza. No, no, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> we got to start our own. Maybe we, somebody needs to get married, and we can have a big party for Oktoberfest of Palooza. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, over you're the only one left, so... That's true. Yeah. So you have to get married Uh, around October. That's the week. October 4th. Yeah, there you you go. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have to get married after October 3rd. Right. Yeah. All right. 
Well, we'll put these links in the show notes yeah. if you want to read more about what an Oktoberfest beer is, about why the party exists, all that stuff. But um, I want to go. I'm going to go some, some year. Yeah. For sure. You know, we should probably make it a podcast goal. Yeah, that would be. To all yeah. go and, and do a live recording. Yeah, that would be sweet. I think I think our first goal is, we talked about earlier, the Great American Beer Fest in Denver. Right. We, we missed we it this year. We got to get there first. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to miss it this year. Uh, I can only yeah. imagine the type of audio gold that it would be listening to us talk for 16 days straight, slurring our words about beer in Oktoberfest in I'd, Germany. I'd probably go through all of the recordings and save about, I don't know, 42 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and even then it would be crap. Yeah, yeah. even then it's garbage. So. I mean, you probably, we'll probably end up like recording like our first mug break, like where we break, we shatter the steins and we smack them against each other. Yeah. Be like, oh no, what happened? You know, our... Your first hospital visit when you inevitably step on to that broken shard of glass right. and have it shoved into your foot. Yep. I think in your mind, Todd, breaking steins is a much bigger part of Oktoberfest <laughs> than it really is. I think it, I think it happens a lot. This is the second lot. time you mentioned it. No. These are pretty beefy glasses. I don't think so. They Listen, but, these guys, they smack those glasses together every time they get more beer. Yeah. I guess that's true. Um, if you've been to Oktoberfest, let us know how much shards of glass that are around <laughs> also how the how's the party but primarily yeah. The, yeah. the shards of glass and i, I feel like you know some of those record some of the recordings we may have would be like us like sleeping on the side of the road a lot it seems like it'd be a better vid- visual medium than a podcast we'll have to do a youtube series i know yeah we'll have to do that hey, speaking of series Obert, how goes uh Obert's toilet grim <laughs> uh, you know what i'm waiting for the for the new role okay. so Oh, Once we God. get a new roll on there, I'll write the date and I'll start the journal. There it is. I I was just gonna ask, are you using like one ply, two ply, or are we using we're going up to like six ply toilet paper for this? Because like that matters for the life of the the roll. You know how they got Scott's one thousand? Yeah. I got Scott's ten thousand, baby. Ooh. I got the I got the stuff you get in the public bathroom stalls. <laughs> you know, my brother my brother ordered me some of those and sent them here when we first moved in. So like we had like upstairs in our up- in our upstairs bathroom, we have like the giant roll on the wall too. <laughs> Why? Why did your brother get you that? I have no idea. <laughs> but it is it it's very useful. I mean, we never have to change the toilet paper up there. It's great. That's it's very true. useful. You never believe how much I poop. <laughs> And so with that, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. It's time for our three handles on our Frosty Mug of Wisdom, where we pull it out of the top shelf of our freezer and each impart a third of a mug's worth of knowledge of things we like or love or put up with in our lives that we wanted to share with you guys. Um, I have an Oktoberfest-themed handle, and that's my tease as I hand it off to Tud, who's going to go first. I can't wait. I'm just, Tud, hurry up. All right. So my handle this week is going to be an item that you can buy on Amazon. Um, Amazon Basics sells camping chairs, and they are like 20 bucks. So unlike, you know, other $20 camping chairs, these camping chairs are actually pretty sturdy. So I myself, as a larger human, bought the XL-sized camping chair. Um, And for Caitlin, I bought the normal-sized camping chair. Hers has a mesh back, so there's a lot of breathability for um, for when she's sitting out in the sun. Mine, unfortunately, does not have a mesh back. It is, but it's padded, so it's really comfortable. For strangulation, Eddie. <laughs> Correct. Um, 
all of the Amazon camping chairs have a six can cooler attached to the the left Ooh, arm. Wow! And Why they have a cup holder that? in the in the right arm. Right. Wow! That is I like so, that. I'm, I have to jump on Amazon right now. Jeez. Yeah. And you said so it was twenty t- bucks. They were they're twenty dollars. So I will tell you this: as uh, I've tried I've tried using this this cooler. The cooler actually works pretty well. It will keep your beers pretty cold as you're sitting there drinking them um, in your brand new chair. They they come in three colors: black, blue, and green. I recommend the blue. I think they they look really well. They look did really you get good. Two blue ones. We did get two blue ones. Okay. Um, partly because I I didn't no, none of neither of us wanted a black one. Because yeah, too much thought of it was going to be too, too much yeah. of the sun. And they were sold out of green ones when I ordered at the time. Gotcha. Well, so important question here. The six-pack cooler size. Is that six 12-ounce cans, 16-ounce cans, bottles? What are we talking here? It will hold six 16-ounce cans. Good. Good to know. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Now, now, if you left one of those cans out and added in some ice, you could fit five and also keep them really cold. Yeah. I guess that kind of makes sense. And then you will you have the chair over your shoulder, the five in there, and then you have your sixth beer you're walking to where you're putting your chair down in your hand already. There you go. Drinking. So that kind of makes sense. And it also has like a it also has like a side like like kind of like off to like the side of like of the bottom of the chair. It's got a nice little pouch so you can like stick your phone in or a book or something and hold it there too. So it is like a, it's like the Mac Daddy of like camping chairs for for twenty bucks. Yeah, I normally. This is a handle for me. Absolutely. This is a handle I will probably use. Granted, in Montana, we got snow this weekend, so I don't think I'm going to be using a camping chair anytime soon. <laughs> but Well, when you do, make sure you click on our Amazon link to go there. I absolutely will do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Very cool. Yeah. I might have to, might have to buy one of these. <laughs> so with that, I guess we're building up to Obert's handle, so I will hand it off to Chris. Okay. So mine is also kind of Oktoberfest related in a way if you think about it as we as we fill up the mug we get more and more more October. October. I mean you could bring a you could bring an Amazon basic chair with you to October Listen, right. you need a place to sit <laughs> exactly. as you're drinking right exactly yeah and See, to hold your extra beer now i'm not going to i'm not saying everybody that goes to Oktoberfest Palooza is going to be able to use this but the three men on this podcast can for sure so recently i've been uh, growing my beard out a little bit and you know, I just wanted to take some extra good care of it. So I went on and I uh, bought um, Rapid Beard, which is just the brand. Uh, it's their... their <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, it's just the brand, Just guys. the brand. It's all, this is all natural. All natural. Yeah, that's right. No supplements in this <laughs> baby. Miracle grow here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, now all I'm thinking about is, is Beard Miracle Grow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that, but it's Beard Miracle softness stuff. But um, it's... I bought their beard wash and beard conditioner um, because before I was just using whatever I put in my hair. And then I looked online and they were like, don't do that. And I was like, ah, crap. Apparently, I don't know how to beard. I've only had one for, I don't know, 20 years. So (laughs) (laughs) for most of my life. Right. Um, But I went on and I bought these. Came out of the womb with a beard. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Um, I I bought these two. Uh, They smell good. They smell good. They make my beard nice and manageable. I run the I run my beard comb through it, and there's no more snagging or anything. Everything is nice and nice and smooth. So um, beard's getting pretty long, and then of course treat it with the beard oil, the beard balm. But um, a big 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 step up for me. Um, people say, "Wow, your beard looks so amazing," et cetera, et cetera. You know, 
Well, that's what they used to say, and now they're just like speechless. (laughs) Now they don't say anything because I'm so (laughs) handsome. Now they're like, your beard's a miracle. (laughs) It's a miracle. But if you have a beard and you're and you're not using uh, a beard shampoo, beard conditioner yet, I would I would suggest it. It I I, I've been enjoying it so far. I just want to jump in and say I stopped shaving my face because I thought it would make my life easier, and it has for sure. But I didn't realize when I got into this whole game that I was going to need, you know, products. And it's <laughs> oh. true. I don't, I don't have anything. I was doing the Chris method of, of using the, the top of the head hair stuff for the bottom of the head hair. Right. And, uh, <laughs> maybe yeah. I will check this. Maybe I'll, be, maybe I'll be going trifecta here and enjoying the full mug this week. <laughs> these sound like products for me. Yeah. Obert, just, just one bit of advice. And maybe this alludes to a future handle that you may see pop up here. Have you ever gotten yourself a beard comb? No. I have a head comb that I use on my face. Uh, You don't want to do that. Why is that? Find out on next week's episode. Okay. (laughs) When I have a beard comb. (laughs) Yeah. The handles just become beard-centric stuff. (laughs) Well, yeah. We all have beards now. Yeah, I know. Very bearded podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, if, if I had a beard when we started recording, there's a good chance that our beard podcast wouldn't be called Drinking Alone with Friends. It would just be like... Bearding, bearding alone <laughs> with beards and bearded men beers. We, we are beards. Colon, also beer. <laughs> Colon, a beer podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the content remains exactly the same. You just know, <laughs> listening to it. Right. There's exactly. hair on the face. Covering the voices you're hearing. If we get close enough to the microphone, can you hear my beard grow? <laughs> you, gotta, you know how, so, you know when they make the whale recordings of whale sounds? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't sound like that IRL. That's, it sped up like a hundred times because it's subsonic, the frequency. It's too low for human ears to hear. So maybe if we take your beard record, beard growing and record it maybe all night long and compress that down into one second. Will be able to hear your beard grow. I just imagine that my beard growing would sound like La Bamba. La <laughs> But just one second of that. <laughs> no, just, <laughs> no, it's just it just plays the whole song on repeat. Okay, in one second. All right, so I think the anticipation is built high enough for yeah filling up this topping off this mug. Yeah, um, what is this ultimate October fest? themed handle so i was feeling extra creative and i sent you guys a a picture of of my beer this week Mm. and in it you'll notice i have some homemade pretzels oh and i wanted to share a pretzel recipe with you guys um it's basically a typical bread recipe where you just have you know yeast flour sugar salt um let that do its yeasting thing you know we like yeast on this podcast for sure Mm mm-hmm uh, you let that rise, and um, then you roll it out into long stringy things, tie it in a knot, and you drop it into boiling water with baking soda for 30 seconds. And that, I didn't realize it, but I'm like, oh, that's immediately what gives it that pretzel taste. And then you throw it in the oven, bake it up, and you know, I put, I did poppy seed, I did sea salt, I did cheese, do whatever you want. And that's how I decided to enjoy my Oktoberfest beer last night. Um, and super easy to do, especially on a nice, cool fall day here in Montana. Keep the oven, keep the house warm with that oven going. Well, or 
in pure Montana fashion, right in the middle of a blizzard. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Absolutely. I'm like, it's going to be too gross to do anything outside. I'm making myself some pretzels, having an Oktoberfest beer. And uh, they went really well together. You know, I didn't grind the mustard or anything, but dipped it in some mustard. It was really good. So I will share the exact proportions of the recipe in the show notes. But um, really easy to do, especially if you have a stand mixer. I don't. I just mixed it by hand. Mm. But I mean, it wasn't that hard at all. Everything sounds great about that, except for the hand mixing. Mm. If you don't have a, a like a KitchenAid, do yourself a favor. <laughs> Buy yourself a KitchenAid. I mean... It's some so some people like to get their arm workouts by holding it out for six minutes. I <laughs> like to get my arm workout by just stirring up some flour with some water. Oh, I only man. did it with one arm, so one arm's gonna be jacked and one arm's gonna be puny and small. Yeah. So <laughs> uh I don't have a stand mixer. I assume both of you guys do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I yeah. I got it for right, a so while. It was amazing. All you need is a whatever ninety nine cent packet of yeast you get at the grocery store. So nice. that's that's it. As long as you have a baking sheet. And a bowl and an oven, you can do it all. That's, That's all awesome. you really needed. Yeah. Gonna be on the Great British Bake Off soon. Maybe, maybe the Great <laughs> German Bake Off. There you go. Yeah, you, you'll nail yeah. Pretzel Week. That's for sure. <laughs> I feel like I feel pretzel. like for for future October Festapaloozas, we need to have a pretzel making contest. I like that idea, mm. but the logistics of Comparing them, I think, might be challenging. Right. Yeah. Well, we're talking about when we have like what, our centrally located oh, official Oktoberfest in... Palooza party. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So after, well, we're still in Germany after Oktoberfest. Right. When we host our Oktoberfest Palooza. Oktoberfest no, no, no. Palooza 2020. Book I'd it. like you. I'd like you to be. I'd like all our listeners to be aware. Oktoberfest Palooza is not happening in Germany. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening in a much better location for beer. Little Little Germany in New York. <laughs> I'm assuming they have a little Germany there. We're gonna we're gonna put it smack dab in the middle of the United States so all the breweries of the country can show up. Maybe that'd be like Kinder German would be how you would say it. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> kind, kinder Deutschland. It's gonna be in yeah. Iowa. <laughs> yes, because when we think of middle of the country, we think of Iowa. I don't know. It's the first one I thought well, of. It's probably I thought of close. What's the movie where uh, JTT has to get home for Christmas? I'll be home for Christmas. Was that him? I think so. Anyway, he goes through a German. It's a very town. original mo- movie. Was he trying to get home for Christmas? Home Alone. I think so. <laughs> um, yeah, like little a little German town. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll go in Pennsylvania Dutch something. I don't know. We'll get it. There is a little German town in uh, Texas called Fredericksburg, I believe. Book it. Book the town. Nope. One nope. Fredericksburg, please. Fre- Fredericksburg. <laughs> Fredericksburg's in Pennsylvania. Uh, Can I get that on Hotels.com? <laughs> F-R-E. Oh, yeah. Here, it's showing up. Fredericksburg. <laughs> oh, it's kind of expensive, guys. No cancellation fee, though. So no cancellation fee. It it's we'll $450 see. a night. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's oddly too, that's oddly expensive, yet cheap. I don't know. It's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. There is a Fredericksburg in Texas. Yeah. There we go. Fredericksburg, Texas. That's where we're having it. Okay. Okay. There we go. Dates to follow. <laughs> yeah. TBD. It oh, yeah. starts October 4th, 2020. Okay. That's from- right. It'll be a Saturday. And it will run for 16 days. <laughs> oh, Oktoberfest. We should make Oktoberfest of Palooza run from the end of Oktoberfest to the beginning of the next Oktoberfest. <laughs> it's always Ooh. Oktoberfest of Palooza. <laughs> the world's renowned yeah, party. I like that. Yeah. 
And so with that, thank you all for listening. We'd like to thank the breweries that provided today's beers, and I will go first with thanking Jack's Abbey for their Copper Legend Oktoberfest lager. I would like to thank Fourth Creek Brewing Company here in Statesville for their Balloon Fest lager. And I'm going to thank Byron Brewery for their Oktoberfest. Please go on all social media and follow us at DAWF Podcast. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Untapped. Also, hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Please go on to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and leave a comment. We love to read those. Um, make sure that you guys are using our Amazon affiliate links. Go on and buy those Amazon chairs that we just talked about and the beard uh, the Miracle Beard Girl Cream that Chris was trying to hawk you guys uh, <laughs> to make sure that you guys are all nice and hairy for him. That's right. And also use it to buy all the ingredients to make the pretzels that Obert was talking about. I mean, how can you go wrong there? You can you know, you can order everything today and it'll be there by Saturday. That's one hell of a Saturday. Mm, good Saturday. This podcast brought to you by Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and also make sure you guys are going to our Patreon and subscribing. We have a lot of original content up there. Even today, we talked about how Byron is one of the most sustainable breweries in Montana and a fun recycling story from Tud, and that's available exclusively to our Patreon supporters. So thank you. Mm. And don't forget to go on there and pay that $25 so we can all watch Chris try to drink a whole can of Bud Light and Clamato live for you in person on Skype. Yeah, if you ever wanted to hang out with us, then that's the way to do it, I guess. So, because we're some of us, we feel like we're still in kindergarten. So, <laughs> pay us money and we will drink gross stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to jump in here too and kind of like throw one more thing out there. Um, you know, it's getting harder and harder as as many beers as there are um, to to find new beers that I want to highlight or that we want to highlight. So if you have one in particular that you want to hear us drink, send an email, shoot it over to us because we'd like to give you a shout out and also try new beers. So, I mean, and also mail us the beer. <laughs> you could do that too, but I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that. Todd, you did this last time. Chris asked for recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> send us beer, please. No, uh, no, but if, if you know of one that's in our area, let us know. And we'll uh, we'll try and hunt it down and give you give you proper props on the show. So or just stick it in the mail, send it to us, or that I guess. <laughs> and so with that, my name is Todd. My name's Chris, and I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Prost, everybody. Prost. Yeah. Prost. So can I put my arm down now? It's been like 50 minutes. <laughs> how how much is your show? Never been